Hello friends and welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we really have to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo's transfer. And if you have been following our IG page, you should know that we had predicted a while ago that uh, Ronaldo is going to take spoiler alert um, number seven once again, because um, there was there was an entire debate about the number seven being currently taken by uh, Cavani, which actually had played previously against Wolves. He was introduced for the better part of uh, 20 minutes um, in that game, and he did have the number seven on, and a lot of people did not know how this entire or- ordeal works like. So basically, in the Premier League, before the first start of the, I mean, before the start of the season, uh, you have to submit your numbers to the uh, Premier League officials. So the way that this works like is once you have submitted your numbers, the numbers are locked in for the rest of the season, which is kind of ridiculous if you actually think about the fact that um, you can actually have like transfers and what have you, right? So when you have transfers um, during the transfer window, how are these people going to get a, a preferential number if they need it? I mean, how can you tell in the future you don't have a stargate to anticipate that you know you'll have Ronaldo uh, playing for your team in a few weeks so um nobody knew that nobody was expecting that there was a speculation that he was all uh anyway <laughs> he was thinking about going to city i think that's uh that's a little far-fetched out there it was just for city to uh get get him going uh get the interest going about ronaldo and then make united interested in him uh seeing the danger that city could actually get him and to be honest with you it would have been a better career-wise for ronaldo because anyways um hate to say it for man U fans but Manchester these days is blue. Just saying, it's just facts. It's just it is what it is. Uh, United hasn't seen the glory of winning a Premier League title in a while. So can Ronaldo change that? I don't know. I don't know. I really, really don't know. But this entire ordeal with him and people calling him traitor and whatnot, to be honest with you, would have been much better for his career to go to to go to City right now. Uh, the fact that they had Grealish, the fact that um, Harry Kane decided to stay at Tottenham because initially they were gunning for him. Um, Harry Kane made a really poor decision once more, in my opinion, to stay at Tottenham. He should he should have left that club a while ago. It's the history out of Tottenham, like Yelini would say. I, I feel I feel terrible for him for Son. Uh, uh, the, these guys are high high. I mean, they're ridiculously, they're ridiculously talented, um, very efficient striking. With Son, he can do just about everything, finishing, dribbling. He has the speed. He has the intelligence. He he can do everything that you want him to do. He has the stamina. I mean, let's be honest. He's a tremendous, tremendous winger, elite, elite. And, you know, you can say the same thing about Kane. I mean, the passes that he he gives, the division that he has. Yeah, he's not that mobile, but he can finish. He can finish any year. He can finish. Uh, he can take an action on himself and finish. Um, he's a tremendous striker. So I think uh, for for him not going to City was was a huge mistake. That is going to cost him a lot because, yeah, with with uh, Espirito Santo going to them from Wolves as their their brand new coach, uh, will he be able to do anything? No. I mean, have they had? transferred anybody really really uh that that would give him a chance to fight for some trophies this season no did it have a good team yeah um but look at psg 
I mean, oh my God, look at the their transfer window. Look at Man City. Like they're not spending time just picking grapes, folks. They're actually like looking to to buy the biggest, baddest, most talented players on the planet. Therefore, Grealish, a hundred million. That's that's the type of that's the type of mentality that you have at City. Um, recently, uh, there were comments about that, and they were comparing um the 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 level of intensity in trainings and the fact that you have to be there before um before the before the official time of the training, you have to be there like an hour and thirty minutes ahead of time for Pep basically and and start warming up and doing everything that you have to do. So it's 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 levels and and I mean. The, the killers that they have at Man City right now, I mean, not only that they have the top, 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 top midfielder in a Premier League, Kevin De Bruyne, KDB, <laughs> then you buy Grealish too, and then you have a defensive midfielder like, let's say, Rodri, um, that's that's your midfield of three if you're looking to play a 4-3-3, that, you know, on a on an attacking phase turns into a 2-5-3. Um, and yeah, they have the wingers, they have Sterling, they have Mars, and with Ronaldo or Kane, they would have just um, eviscerated everybody. But of course, PSG has a, a ridiculous team now with, with the transfer of Messi and what have you. So Messi, Ashraf Hakimi, um, Sergio Ramos. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely incredible to have both goats getting transferred in the same transfer window. I mean, what are the odds for that? Messi going to Paris and Cristiano returning to his um, one love, apparently, to his one love, to, to, to the club that was always close to his heart and to the club that gave him a platform to shine from Sporting Lisbon. Um, I, I rewatched... Um, the the video that Manchester United put out with all of his 118 goals, I believe, for Man U. And what I saw back then, and I'm not sure that will happen this year and in the next couple of years, because he does have a contract for two years with, a, uh, with an, option, uh, an option of extending to the third. It's uh, the service, <clears throat> the crosses. The crosses, uh, the service that was there was absolutely insane. Top elite level service um that i'm not sure if it's gonna be there with rashford or greenwood or jesse lingard or bruno um bruno which again plays in midfield doesn't play on the wings too much um it will be i i think and that's that's one of the things where you have to really look at majesty united and can anybody get a good cross in shaw yes um it's been tremendous. Like he's been in form recently, but what happens when he's not on form? Can he deliver a good cross? Can he deliver a a Jordi Alba esque cross? I don't know. I don't know. You look on the right. Uh, you have uh, Juan Bissaka. Can he deliver a good cross? Not convinced. Um, and again, you look at the wingers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They'll definitely need really good service because we've seen time and time again. If you isolate Ronaldo, um. And you don't give him a chance to score. You don't. You don't make some space. You don't put him in a game. Um, it's it's just not gonna happen. Can he outscore Lukaku this season? I definitely believe so. Even though Chelsea is red hot right now, and they have uh, they have blended in really, really, really nice with um, since since Lampard left. Unfortunately, he's a he's a tremendous legend, and I think 
you know, him, he, he created a, a foundation that that's being built upon right now. And he doesn't deserve, uh, he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Uh, but Chelsea, absolutely T- title contenders right now. Uh, Man City, obviously title contenders. Liverpool, obviously title contenders. Man United, title contenders. Yeah, I mean, if you look at last season without Ronaldo, they actually they actually climbed to the top position and hanged in there for a few games uh, until you know they they got a bad patch of uh, games and then the the morale was down and it is what it is. We we all know what happens when when you have the physicality to do something but mentally you're not at the right place. Um, it does happen. It does happen, but. This entire ordeal with with Ronaldo joining, it's uh, it's absolutely insane. Uh, it, it created, I mean, he they sold out of number seven Cristiano Ronaldo t-shirts within four hours, and it was the same story if you remember at Juventus. Uh, their stock market went up by I don't know seven, ten, ten percent, which is uh, I don't even know how many million, but it is a lot of money, a lot of money just right off the bat. Just by announcing Ronaldo, the world caught on fire, and um, I, I I truly believe it's, it's gonna he's gonna make a, a tremendous impact, a tremendous tremendous impact in Manchester United. Given that he'll be he'll be receiving the good service as well, um, I just don't see how um, he wouldn't be a tremendous addition to to the club. Even if he is in the later stages of his career, he he changes game so much. And if you look at it, okay. Um, I was thinking about it the other day. So you have players that can do what Ronaldo was doing, can do what Messi was doing too. But let's just stick to Ronaldo right now because we're talking about him. So a player that does what Ronaldo was doing when he came to Manchester United, right? His first season, he scored, I believe, seven goals, right? Uh, But did he entertain? Absolutely. Was he like doing all the tricks and, and just messing with defenders? Yes. He scored seven goals, folks. So I'm asking you right now, would you have that guy that just entertains and is really flamboyant and really fast and and uh, takes on two, three, four opponents, but only scores seven goals? Or would you rather have a pragmatic Ronaldo, a Ronaldo that you can count on any single game with half a chance to score a goal? No, I would choose the later version of him every single time. Uh, an earlier version of Ronaldo, which reminds me of of it's is Neymar, Neymar and PSG. Of course, he scores goals, but he doesn't have Messi numbers. He doesn't have Ronaldo numbers. He doesn't have Lewandowski numbers numbers because he's right there. And once again, I have to say, Lewandowski, they 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 better give uh they better give Lewandowski the 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 award the Ballon d'Or this year because uh, I mean it's been a long time coming. But anyway, Neymar. Perfect example, Neymar. Is Neymar an elite player? Yeah. But can you count on Neymar to win a game from half a chance? Not really. He's not that decisive. Great to have in a team, but a lot of the times you don't even see that he's on the pitch. Uh, With with Ronaldo's a a totally different story. And uh, I honestly, I honestly like this, this new version of him. Uh, and the way that he morphed into a clinical finisher from the flamboyant winger, I, I truly appreciate that. And um, he he became a goal-scoring machine later in his career. And you look at the numbers, um, he's just got better and better and better with time. And yes, um, 
the Premier League is a whole nother level. The Premier League is the best league on the planet by far, by far, not even close. I mean, nothing is even close to the Premier League, especially in the last few years. The transfer that that's been made, the money that's been thrown at these players is absolutely ridiculous. And there's still more to come. I still believe that we we will we'll see Haaland for sure in the next year or two in a Premier League. Um, and uh, that'll be that. That'll be that. It's just talent after talent after talent. It's the best league on the planet, hands down. Um, but yeah, great, great, <laughs> great acquisition. I never had a doubt. Um, I never had a doubt about the number seven. We announced that on IG page one more time. Um, how was the number seven possible? Uh, very simple. So as I specified before, Cavani had the seven. He actually played a game in the seven. Um they actually release so when you release a player or when you transfer a player to another club that number becomes available so Cavani took the number 21 and he freed up the number seven and gave uh Ronaldo the opportunity and to to be iconic with the number seven one more time and uh Unlike Messi that opted for the number 30 because he didn't want to take uh, the number 10 from Neymar, which, again, great friendships. What a story between uh, those two. Unbelievable. Uh, with Ronaldo, Cavani did the right thing. Uh, if you remember, there's a famous photo that uh, circulates around from the World Cup when uh, Cavani got injured and Ronaldo actually helped him out. He, I don't know, he bruised his leg or something like that. And Ronaldo helped him out the pitch and Back then, they, I mean, Ronaldo didn't have any obligation to do that. He just did that because, whatever, he's a nice guy or something. So, um, probably Cavani didn't forget forget that. And I mean, how you're gonna, <laughs> how you're gonna <laughs> deny Ronaldo the number seven? Um, yeah, it's a totally different story with Messi. With Messi, it's you know, um, he didn't want being a one player club. I always, I always thought that he was gonna finish in Barcelona, but you know things happen and uh he doesn't want i don't think he wants to get this part of his career tied up with what happened in barcelona i think uh, this this was a new beginning for him is a new beginning for him and he he treated it like that so that's why i think it was uh it was better for him to just um you know um change um change the numbers with with everything else to make it uh I don't know. Emotionally better for him. I I truly believe that. Um, what would be the surprise in the latest stages of uh of the transfer window in the latest hour of the transfer window, if you wish, was the transfer of Griezmann. Well, not transfer. It was a loan. It was a loan deal, back to Atletico. Um, that to me was incredible. Uh. <laughs> I think I think uh, this guy has done has done well. He was a flop, to be honest with you. But I think he's done a a great, great, great move, a great career move right now. Because in in Barcelona, people were getting tired of him. Uh, he did not perform well. It was pretty much like it was it was him and Hazard, like the flops of the past few years. That you know they've paid a boatload of money for him and they did not perform as expected. But I think uh, right now. Um, Going back, uh, partnering up with uh, Suarez over there, um, they're going to be dangerous again. And uh, yeah, Messi's left. Uh, Ronaldo and Varane, uh, I mean uh, Ramos and Varane, uh, they both left. One for Paris, one for 
Man United. Um, so the central defenders of uh, Madrid, they're gone. They're probably going to play Nacho in the middle with, um, with uh, well, they, they, they still have a couple options, but um, I think I think their defense, Madrid's defense this season, is is gonna be a, a huge problem. And and in uh, Barcelona again, you 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 lost your superstar, you you lost your goat. Um, now, yes, Fati is gonna take the number ten from Messi, and I truly believe that he will earn it. He didn't earn it just yet, but he will earn it with time. And I think he's a tremendous talent. And um, there's a huge question mark because we all know he had that horrifying injury. Uh, that set him back eight months. Now he's back in training, um, back playing. So we'll see. He's still super, super young. Um, it depends. It depends. It depends on on his character. You know, some 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 injuries like that they will break you. They will break you physically, and um, hopefully that's not the case. Um, they still have Dembele. They still have Pedri. Uh, they still have Piquet. Um, their backbone and and defense. Um, they still have Jordi Alba, so um, yeah, they they do have a, a decent a decent team left in Barcelona. But um, can they can they make a run for the title? Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's still Barcelona after all. With Kuman, like you know, I said it once. Uh, if I said it once, I said it. I'll, I said it a million times. With Kuman as a coach, I do not believe that Barcelona is going to see any great things. He he was a major disappointment, just like uh, Pirlo. And yes, I'm comparing him to Pirlo because it was major, I don't know, really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, he did perform a lot better than him. But, I mean, they, they came in um, with with no experience at a huge club. Pirlo with zero experience ever. So that's why Kuman managed to deal a little bit better with the pressure. But at the same time, I think uh, he's, not, he's not the coach for Barcelona. Uh, especially now when they lost their goat, I'm not sure how they're gonna perform. While um, so Barcelona got weaker, um, Real Madrid got weaker, and now you have Atleti, which yeah they they gave out uh, Saul to uh, Chelsea, sure, but they have Griezmann. So uh, yeah, I mean no, it's not position for position, not at all. That that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that they have they they have. Uh, evolved into a team that can do something like that can let Saul go um uh, and still be a tremendous tremendous team and with Diego Simeone being there for and and having the success that he's been having recently I mean um uh, you can't deny him you can't deny him and, and in my books right now in my books right now they would be the favorites to win La Liga hands down uh hands down I would put um Atletico Madrid, uh, based off the performances of last year, based off how how they uh, dealt with the transfer window, they did not lose anybody of huge important value, with the exception of Saul, which Saul is Saul, a tremendous player. But they've got back Griezmann for the year, Griezmann who's been doing great, Griezmann who doesn't need an introduction in the team, um, and uh, he'll be he'll be paired up in attack with. Um, his old buddy uh, Suarez, so I think, I think it's gonna be uh, a tremendous year, a tremendous year for, for Atletico, um, and it will be really, really interesting to see how they uh, fare in the Champions League as well. Um, the winners of the uh, the transfer window, by far PSG with their five transfers, um, 
four of them for free. Um, they only paid for Hakimi. I think it's that it was it was one for the ages. I mean, this was the the best transfer market of all times when you have both goats, Messi and Ronaldo, getting transferred in the same transfer window. And then uh, PSG doing business the way they've been doing business and uh, getting Donnarumma, which, I mean, the World Cup winner, the future of goalkeeping right there. I truly believe he's the future of goalkeeping right there um, for free. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, it, it just it has to give you goosebumps. And then you have Ramos for free. And then you have Messi for free. Um I don't know. I don't know. And in the draw, um, in the Champions League group stage draw, you have uh, Group A, Man City. Then you have PSG, Leipzig, and Club Bruges. Of course, Man City, PSG is a must-see. In Group B, you have Atletico, Liverpool, Porto, and Milan. Uh, this is going to be uh, a, a very interesting group with Milan there. Liverpool and Atletico. Group C, you have Sporting, Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas. Uh, group D, you have Inter, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, and Sheriff. Easy. Um, group E, Bayern, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dynamo, Kiev. In Group F, you have, uh, well, of course, Bayern and Barcelona here. Ridiculous. I mean, must-see. Absolute must-see football. In Group F, you have Villarreal, Manu, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Uh, here, Villarreal and uh, Manchester United will be favorites, but let's let's not dismiss Atalanta, who has been playing ridiculous. They've been playing tremendously um, for their value. In Group G, you have Lille, the current champs. Um, yeah, the current champs of <laughs> of Paris, of uh, of France. Um, it's not PSG as. Uh, you probably know. So you have um, Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. Interesting games over there with Lille and Sevilla. And then you have in Group H, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Um, I think they're very, very, very well balanced. Um, the only group, uh, the only, you know, um, surprise that I would see basically would be in, um, in Group B where you have Atletico, Liverpool, and um, they see Milan. Um, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Of course, you have Porto as well, which let's just totally not dismiss Porto out of this because they they have a ridiculous team and tremendous talent in that in that Portuguese team. And uh, let's be honest here. I mean, I'm, if you didn't see if you didn't see uh, the picture on my uh, IG, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Officially, Porto is top five leagues. And Paris, uh, and why do I keep saying Paris? And uh, um, France dropped to five, uh, dropped to sixth. I mean, the UEFA rankings right now are, of course, uh, the Premier League, then uh, the Spanish La Liga, then Serie A, number four in Italy, uh, number three in Italy, I'm sorry. So the Italian Serie A is number three in the world right now. On uh, the fourth place is Bundesliga in Germany. And on the fifth place, a huge, huge surprise, Portugal. Yes, Portugal beat League N in France, which is sixth. So, um, I mean, 
it shouldn't be any surprise because the value of PSG as compared to everybody else is there is a massive, massive, massive spending gap over there. And it's it's not even fair that these other teams have to compete against uh, against PSG. But um, yeah, is, is that one of the causes? Yeah, because they don't really fare too much um, besides PSG. Uh, the other French teams don't fare too much and and too deep in the UCL um, stages in the later stages and and it's just it is what it is and after France on number seven you have the Netherlands so yeah um, officially France is not top five anymore and it shouldn't be a surprise yes some of you call it the Farmers League and what have you but let's not forget what happened last year right did Paris win no. It was Lille, my friends. It was Lille. So, uh, yeah, overall, the past uh, couple of weeks have been ridiculously busy with transfers. Um, you know, what a transfer window we've been having. One more time, Ronaldo back to Man United with the iconic number seven. Will he have... Um, will he make an impact? Uh, will will. It is Ronaldo everything that Manchester United was missing this entire time? <sighs> Hard to say. Hard to say. I think it's it's a tremendous acu- acquisition. I think uh, the entire Premier League is buzzing. I think everybody in Manchester United is buzzing right now. The impact that he's going to have on these young players like Rashford and Mason Greenwood and Jesse Lingard and... Um, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. An interesting season. Um, you know, I, I've seen many, many lineups which uh, include Ronaldo in him, of course, Pogba and, and Bruno Fernandes. Um, and yeah, Sancho, Sancho is in there in everybody's lineup. But to be honest with you, I don't think I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it, uh, surprised if it's Greenwood or Lingard that will take the shine um and and leave Sancho in the dust. Sancho still needs to adjust. I mean, don't forget that he's coming from a, a, a he's coming from the Bundesliga, guys. He's been not he's he's not been playing in in the Premier League. Um, somebody that Jesse Lingard that had a phenomenal season and he's still scoring for England right now. Um, don't forget Mason Greenwood on a ride over there. Uh, yeah, Greenwood cannot deliver cannot deliver a, a cross which is huge 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 when you play uh with Ronaldo you got to give him that service Lingard can I'm just saying Lingard can Sancho again he needs to confirm and um, I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised uh if Lingard will come up more often than not in a in a starting lineup and then in the midfield I believe that you would have um Pogba McTominay, of course, on the left, sorry, on the left midfield, uh, winger, probably Rashford, yeah, um, the three midfielders, I mean, Pogba, of course, uh, Bruno, and McTominay, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he would be, you know, rotated with Fred at times, which Fred, again, in my opinion, huge disappointment, um, you know, I would choose Matic over him any day of the week, but then again, I'm not so sure. Just saying. But yeah, and of course, uh, the new arrival, Varane, in the center of the defense over there. De Gea having a phenomenal uh, game against Wolves. 
uh, that game should have been lost by Man U and they had tremendous luck and they won it by two to nothing. But <laughs> it was just of Bissaka and uh, and De Gea that denied two clear goals, two clear goals. So once again, it's going to be a tremendous season. Grealish at Man City. Um, will he confirm? Yes, they, you know, they... They didn't have the best start of all, but guess what? There's 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 plenty of time and points to be lost. And that is all that I have for you today, friends. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.